Welcome to the Meditation Ward. My name is Nadia Ward. I'm really excited to bring you this podcast where I talk to interesting people who also happen to be meditators. We talk about their stories, the way they got into meditation, and any tips or tools they'd like to share with you. Each week, there's a second episode, a guided meditation that we hope you'll enjoy. If you would like to start your own meditation practice, we would love you to check out our course, Exploring Meditation, a seven-week course designed by me, Nadia. Each week, you learn new tips and tools and how to create your own personal meditation practice that works for you. Follow us at The Meditation Ward on Instagram or go to the website, themeditationward.com. Sign up for our emails and check out our courses. And now, on to the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Meditation Ward. I am Nadia, and today we are very lucky to have Diana Smith on the episode. Diana is the founder and creative visionary behind the Good Life Lifestyle brand, Haddo Body. Made in America, her products integrate energetic intentions with sustainability and comfortable garments. Hado means the first vibration in nature. One of Diana's inspirations is Nikola Tesla. So I found this quote, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Thank you so much for being uh, here, Diana. <laughs> I love, that's one of my favorite quotes. Thank you for starting us off with that. Yeah. Yeah. What um, brings you to the like love and learning about Nikola Tesla? Uh, you know, I, my day job, I'm in finance. And um, so anything to do with technology or history and, or, and, and, and energy vibration. Um, so on one hand, it's just the, the fascination of his uh, genius and brilliance and, and some kind of, you know, different behavior. Um, on the other hand, I'm also passionate about energy and vibration and frequency because, you know, when it comes down to it, we're all atoms and molecules just vibrating around. And uh, when we can understand that and apply some of those simple concepts, I think that um, we can actually, uh, enhance our energetic vibration so understanding that and and he had a fascination for numbers and i just think he's brilliant so yeah. i'm i'm fascinated with everything and extend that to then uh elon musk and and the tesla which the uh icon on his cars is actually the original tesla energy power uh so if, if you hadn't put that together it's really kind of neat to see that that's cool yeah, and so your um, clothing brand and lifestyle brand is also about lifting those energetic vibrations for people with what they're uh, wearing and using daily. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and and it all started. Uh, so kind of going back just a little bit. It's so again, I'm in uh, finance is kind of what I do for a living and my day job, very stressful. And I'd always, um, in my early twenties, I lived out in Arizona and California. So I got some kind of introduction to, uh, po you know, positive thought, positive thinking. Marianne Williamson was kind of my first entree. And I'm like, this is so cool. You can kind of get in a better mood if you, you know, do some of these things. And so, uh, fast forward, I, in finance, 
it's a very male dominated industry and I was building my business and a lot of other stressors, single mom, kind of all that. And then we had a, the great financial crisis in 2008. And shortly after that, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and my doctor uh, gave, asked me if I wanted to have an energy healer uh, be on my healing journey with me. And I didn't know what that was, but I said, of course, and her name is Ursula. I started working with her in 2010 and I have studied spiritually with her ever since then. And she actually moved back to Germany, but we still work together and we're light workers. And so she'll provide some guided meditations. And, and I know we're going to talk about that later, um, but, but I've studied with Ursula and really learned a lot more about the, the seven chakra system and about our bodies and our energetic bodies and the whole nine yards. So I came to this conclusion to answer your question um, that if we all really understood how magnificent we truly are and what powerful creators, co-creators we are, then um, then that could solve a lot of a lot of our own personal issues or a lot of societal issues as well. So, and I'm a huge believer in affirmations and I am statements. So I'm like, wouldn't it be great if we could put an affirmation on our clothing. And since our body is 70% plus or minus water, and I believe that water is a conduit of information, it stores information. So we're basically imprinting a positive affirmation on our body uh, or programming the most powerful computer that we have access to. So that was the genesis of Hado Body. And, and that's why Hado meaning first vibration if, if you pull out your top drawer and take out some undies with the positive affirmation that you're wearing close to your body, then you can feel good. Like literally I'll pull out and I go, oh, I am brilliant because each affirmation is aligned with the chakra. So like the heart chakra is, of course, I am love. So you pull out your, your undies for the day. Oh, I am love. You put them on and, you know, you think about it throughout the day. So it's just a, a great way to start your day. And my so that favorite, was, that was kind of the job. My favorite yeah. is the hoodie. I think it said, I am divine on it. I was like, I need a hoodie for the, for the fall. And I loved that. Yes, you do. We'll have to, we'll have to take care of that. <laughs> I, so I am divine is in alignment with the crown chakra. And so, um, so we picked an affirmation that we felt was an expression of that uh, particular chakra in the seven chakra system. So that one's our root chakra and, the, or I'm sorry, our crown chakra and then with each chakra and with the clothing line, um, a percent of the profits go to a charity that's aligned with that particular chakra. So for example, divine, one of the symbols for the crown chakra is a bee. And so we've partnered with, pardon me, Sarah, the bee girl, um, and she does a lot of work on pollinators in terms of trying to help them uh, replenish and rejuvenate their populations and uh, help them out that, you know, with all the EMF out there, they're having a little bit of a hard time. So we think her work's really important. So when you would purchase a divine, uh, I am divine hoodie, a percent of those profits go to Sarah, the bee girl. Wow. So, such an amazing yeah. company that does so much good work. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. For the Appreciate inside that. for yourself, but also mirrored to the community and to the world on the outside. It's really cool. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the whole thing. It's, it's gotta be, 
Uh, we care. We actually really care about everyone and, and, you know, our customers and our future customers. And, um, and that's, I believe, reflected in the clothing and, and how we treat everybody that we work with across, you know, throughout our supply chain and so on and so forth. That's really important to us to yeah. be full, full circle as holistically positively powerful as we can. Yeah. So I'm, I'm vegan, but I, some vegans won't eat honey, um, but I am down with honey because it's also like supporting the bees and they need to be repopulated and you're helping create homes and space for them to do their work and to thrive and to help save like vegetation and the world. So I think it's like important to have bees and to support them with their honey. Uh, one out of every three bites of food that we take has been pollinated by a pollinator. So it's really, really important for our food supply and, and, uh, our ecosystem. Yeah, very much. So glad you're, you do the honey. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I also loved how you talked a little bit about water. One of my favorite books, uh, the hidden messages of water. I don't know if you've seen that book. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And there's more and more work done about water that it's so uh, powerful. I'm reading a book right now called Dancing with Water. It's really great. And it's about the, you know, how the molecular system, especially when it gets in a vortex, becomes uh, the very similar molecular structure uh, of a crystalline crystal. And it's it's just really fascinating, all the work. And that's another thing that uh, I really wanted to do with Hatto Body is like, and I love what you're doing, Natalia, Nadea. Nadia, you're good. Nadia, okay, I'll, now I'll get it right. Um, so I love the work that you're doing, Nadia, because there's a lot of these concepts that, you know, years ago were maybe considered woo-woo. And what's happening now, one of, my, one of the things I see in my work is that, technology is allowing science to catch up with spirituality and some of the, you can measure the benefits of meditation on your whole mind, body, spirit. You can measure the physiology of that. And so a lot of these principles that uh, have been ancient wisdom are really being uh, validated by science in today's world, which I think is super cool. Yeah. Water. Tell me, tell me your thoughts about water. Yeah, I was actually about to, because I think if people haven't heard, um, well, first of all, I need to drink more water. (laughs) I'm not, I don't always drink as much water as I should. Um, but for people that haven't seen the book, the hidden messages of water, there's literally like, um, like close microscopic photos of water that are put near different kinds of music, different kinds of affirmations, different kinds of TV shows, um, speaking to the water angrily versus speaking to the water with love. And it shows the structure of the water actually change um, and the beauty that occurs with the positivity. And then we're created over 90% of water. I can't even remember. Um, how much water we're made of, but if we're telling ourselves these positive things and surrounding ourselves with positivity, like is one of your platforms and what you offer, our whole molecular right. structure is more beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely, a hundred percent. And so I believe that book was uh, written by Dr. Emoto, and he's a PhD um, 
uh, and he, a late Dr. Moto, PhD out of Japan. And so that's the big part of Hattobody was founded on that whole premise in terms of his famous rice experiment where he put um, rice in a, a jar of water here and, and a second one right next to it, identical. He put, I love you written on one jar. I hate you written on the other. Had his students come up and gaze lovingly at the I love you jar and hatefully at the I hate you jar. And within a few days, the love jar had sprouted into beautiful green sprouts, the rice had, and the uh, the water and the rice had turned brown in the hate jar. I mean, it is truly that powerful. Yeah. Uh, so it, you know, the energetics and um, just the the power of of water and our emotions and all those vibrating atoms and molecules in between us. Yeah. Um, so to rewind a little bit back to um, uh, your cancer and being a survivor, if you don't mind us talking about that for a little bit, I'm sure obviously you're comp caught like completely off guard, um, and it must have been. A little bit further along to have to have a double mastectomy, but it also seemed to be a catalyst for you of um, mm -hmm. going from just like like being aware of spiritual work from the area of which you live to finding a way to integrate it and begin living with it and understanding it more. Yeah, totally, totally. I was completely caught off guard. Um, I. I certainly admire, um, you know, doctors and things like that. I just didn't go see them a lot. And um, I was, again, a, a single mom at the time. And I really wasn't taking care of myself. And I did, you know, kind of, oh, that mind-body-spirit connection, that's really cool. But I didn't understand what that meant. And to the point where I was making sure that my daughter was taken care of, building my business, and... Um, and to the point where I didn't plan a lunch, I'd get hungry, I'd go find a stale potato chip somewhere, I didn't think about how much water I was drinking, you know, and so, uh, and young enough that I didn't feel it, I felt pretty great. So when I felt I, and this is one of the messages that I have, because I was putting lotion on in the morning, and I'm like, Oh, I feel something and it wasn't a lump at all. It was like a little pimple. I'm like, well, it feels like a pimple, it didn't go away in, in a few days or whatever. And so I thought it's October, I'll go to um, get my mammogram done. And uh, I walked in and I'm like, hey, I'm, I went on my lunch hour and I'm going, okay, I've got a little little pimple right here. And they're like, oh, did you get a prereq? And I'm like, no, I, I didn't know I needed one. I'm like, yeah, you do. And I was like, well, I, I'm here. So they were great. They got me in um, that day. They did a sonogram on it. And then that was on a Tuesday. On Friday, I was putting in a trade at my desk at work and I saw my doctor, uh, her name come through my phone. So I picked it up and she told me I had breast cancer and I um, put the phone, I talked to her, put the phone down, finished up my trade, cried, put my head on my desk and um, then went home early. My husband, my hu fiance at the time uh, was, knew something was wrong because I was home early and I had a client event that night. So I called my partner, Scott, and I said, hey, I got breast cancer. Can you take tonight? He's like, yeah. And uh, he and I have worked together for over 25 years. So that was the beginning of the journey. But I, I would say, and the, and the interesting thing, I actually caught it pretty early. So it was stage two. And the reason I had to have the um, one of them removed is the placement of it. It was 
at a spot where they had to take the whole breast. And I'm really glad they did because there was a another suspect spot up towards my lymph nodes that they were going to watch, which I, that, you know, when I hear that from friends that you talk to or whatever, it always makes me cringe a little bit because I'm so thankful they took the whole thing. And my, my philosophy was I'm going to take them both off, get new ones put on and kind of go from there. So, and that truly to your point, um, was the beginning of well, er, the first thing Ursula told me is that I operated with 100% male energy. So I was like fighting the good fight every day and high stress. Yeah, you even finished you even finished the work that you were doing. You're like that like yeah. um, young energy like push push push. I have cancer but I have to finish yeah. this. I can't react until I'm done with my work. That's right. That's right. And so I re I work on every day bringing in that feminine energy. Um, and I have found that when I can balance the masculine and the feminine energy, I'm a lot more powerful. And, and the work that I was pushing for actually comes a lot easier and it's a lot better. And people like me better because I'm nicer. <laughs> so, um, you know, and balancing that, that mat male and female energy, I think has been really helpful for me. Yeah. And that, uh, the part that helps me with that the most is meditation. And I know we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking like, sometimes I wish it was called something different than masculine and feminine energy. And I was like, well, it is, it's yin yang. Like it is different words, yeah. but we translated into masculine and feminine. And I think that that can just kind of be kind of harsh sometimes. Like, yeah, that like people need to be more like feminine or masculinity needs to be like lessened and comes across as like bad and needs to come down. I just like wish that it wasn't so gendered. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. And, and when I've talked about it before, I typically will say this isn't a male or female. It's just a yeah. type of energy, it's like left brain, right brain, right? So your left brain is here to get it done, take charge, find a solution. Your right brain is more creative, more collaborative, more, um, you know, let's work on it. Let's, let's, talk about it. Let's put some love around it. So I, I really, to me, from me, uh, I, I think of it kind of coming in together like that. Yeah. And the point is, is to find balance between the two, um, to be in alignment yes. as, as well as your chakras that you were talking about. Like, um, you could have a really strong chakra at one point in the day and trying to balance it out is where you're going to be most even and in alignment. Um, yeah, it's just like, hadn't really thought about that so much before that the naming it masculine feminine can be a little yeah. uncomfortable probably for some people that are trying to understand and come to terms with like what that means. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I hear you. I hear yeah. you on that. Yeah. For sure. Especially in a time where we're changing and open up to so many gender identifications. Yeah, definitely. Things are fluid and and there's a lot more possibility kind of in every area, it yeah. seems. Yeah. Hmm. Fun chat. <laughs> Fun little yeah. side track. Yeah. Amazing where things can go. Yeah. So um, when did it um, start to shift from um, this healing that you've done with Ursula, who, by the way, if she wants to be on the podcast, I'd love to talk to her. Um, <laughs> 
into creating a whole entire clothing brand and um, you should quit your finance job <laughs> now <laughs> and just keep creating this beautiful uh, yeah. clothing. Uh, you know, so my mom, um, we grew up fairly meager means uh, when I kind of out in the country in Kansas oh. and uh, my mom, all of my clothing and uh, at the time, you know, now that's really cool. At the time, I was like, oh, my God, you know, I was I was wanted to buy something in the store. But anyways, we grew up with, you know, we'd create, get a pattern. She'd make the pattern and we'd pick out the fabrics. And it was actually really cool. So I've always had this thing for um, uh, clothing, construction, fabrics and fashion um, and and, you know, in my work in finance, I do get to be creative. I mean, I think uh, finance is a lot more creative than people understand once you kind of get into it. Um, with that said, uh, I've always wanted to have some kind of um, my own business that that was on more of that creative side. And I was talking to my husband about, wouldn't it be cool if we could, you know, do something like the affirmation on clothing and why don't we begin with undergarments? Because that's really personal, really private. No one has to see it. So anyone can participate regardless if they want to wear their affirmation on their clothes, outside of their clothing or not. And he, he's pretty pragmatic and he thought it was a really great idea. And I had been researching fabrics. So I, so then you go down this, this decision tree, like if this is going to be a wellness positive affirmation, the fabric has to be sustainable. It has to be really good for the body and it has to be as sustainable as you can possibly have it for the planet, for our ecosystem and, and bamboo at the top. And made by workers who are like, that are paid properly, that are local and creating jobs in our own home. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the supply chain is so important. You, and I, we decided no single use plastics in, in any of our mailing, you know, our tape is a special uh, uh, eco-friendly tape. Our bags are um, uh, made of some kind of a corn uh, and our, even our clothing bags in the inside is made of a, a cellophane that's fully biodegradable without any harsh chemicals in it. So yeah, your supply chain, our manufacturer is third generation in Los Angeles. And so we went, we go out and see them. We, we toured and they're just the kindest family and they pay living wages, paid time off, health insurance, great working conditions, the whole nine yards. So that was all really important to us. And the, the fabric that I found, and I thought this was really cool it's called, it was a lensing fiber, L-E-N-Z-I-N-G. And that is, uh, is originated in Austria where they've, um, they've been able to use self-seeding beech trees and um, the processing, they've been able to make it almost a zero carbon uh, footprint in that whole full circle processing. They've developed that over the years. And it actually takes less water to process than like a bamboo and it's silky, silky soft. So the fabric I'm wearing today is a uh, micro modal and it's just, it feels like it's nature's silk. It's nature's cashmere. And then also you find, so that was the fabric I wanted to use. And then ironically, a, a friend that gave us some wonderful advice, um, she introduces to the, our manufacturer in Los Angeles their specialty fabric 
is the lensing fiber micromodel. So it was just this perfect, perfect fit. So uh, all of our fabrics are either the modal, micro modal, or organic cotton. And so that's, uh, you know, another premise of who we are and, and what we do. But it's super soft and you have to kind of experience it and feel it to, to really um, see how awesome it is. Yeah. And you said that your husband like jumped on board and thought it was a great idea. And so you're able to yeah. have the support and create this brand as well as having a fulfilling, busy life with a whole nother career. Yes. Uh, super blessed, super uh, lucky. My husband is incredibly supportive and he's, he's absolutely amazing. And he's, he and I are uh, business partners in, in Hato Body and he's our uh, operations. He's, he does pretty much everything behind the scenes except the creative and and advertising and things like that so yeah and so yes. where do, I mean I do I want to talk to you about meditation maybe this will be part of it but where do you get the energy <laughs> oh meditation for <Okay>. sure <laughs> um, so if I if, for my morning routine if I can do just a few quick things because I used to work out and, you know, the old traditional go in the gym, be there an hour, four, three or four times a week. And that's really great. And I wish I could do that. I don't have the time to do that. So I literally downloaded a free app called Tabata, T-A-B-A-T-A. -A -A. And yeah. if that's another, I the last name of a Japanese yes. doctor. 20 seconds on, it's 10 like seconds little, off, 20 yeah. seconds on, 10. I think I might even yeah. have that app, but yeah. I, I bet you do. And it's, so I do that. I do 20 minutes of yoga uh, and um, and then we have a sauna here. So I do an infrared sauna. And when I'm in there, that's when I do my meditation. Of course, the journal, and I, I do the before that. When I do that, my energy levels are high. And then by the time I get home, I'm, you know, I'm getting older. So I'm kind of depleted. So then literally 15 to 30 minutes of meditation and I'm I'm good for the rest of the night. So it truly is meditation is a game changer. Yeah. And it has been for me. So how did your practice like look like when it started your meditative practice and what does it look like now? It's really morphed and changed over the years because, you know, of all the jokes are, oh, you, you know, you want to quiet your mind and then you're thinking of all these different things. So that, that I understood that Ursula, her, my first entree in meditation were guided meditations with Ursula and, and, a the, the circle that we had. Um, and I still do that um, periodically and Ursula will create personal guided meditations for those of us that want that or work with her in that level. Um, so those are really, really cool. Um, then I took, we, my whole family and I were gonna go to San Diego and it was gonna be near Deepak Chopra's um, world headquarters. And so I scheduled uh, an appointment there because up until that time, I'd been doing a combination of like headspace or calm or, you know, all these different guided meditations, guided meditation from Ursula. So we went to uh, Deepak Chopra's uh, world headquarters and scheduled a time. So my family, my husband and my two young daughters at the time, we all got our primordial sound that we can use during meditation. So they um, take where you're born and the time that you were born and they give you this meditation that you sing it once and then you never say it again. 
Um, and that is the sound that the universe was making when you were born. And so I take, so now what I've done, fast forward now, um, the meditation that I found that works really, really well for me is the Ziva. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, Z-I-V-A. I saw her on a Mind Valley podcast and she took, I don't know, a couple of years and went out and studied all the great meditators in the world. And she's like, you know, we don't really want you necessarily care about being good meditators. We want to be good at life. And so she's got this system where you can do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon, and it and it's really powerful. So the first two or three minutes are being mindful. It's kind of the body scan, quieting your breathing, getting in just that rhythm. Then the next, and this usually expands longer for me, but then the next like 12 minutes, you she she has you do like a number or something and just repeat it. I do my pers primordial personal mantra. So if you have a mantra, if I, whatever that could be, I, I literally, that's, that's my favorite thing. It really seems to pull the weeds out of my mind. It just, I, my brain actually feels refreshed when I'm done. So, so it's two or three minutes of mindfulness, 10 to 15 minutes of meditation using some kind of a mantra and then five minutes of, of visualization or manifestation, thinking of something that you want to create in your life. So I find that that format works really well for me. And, and I'm at my best when I do it in the morning and I do it when I get home, uh, from, from work. So that's, yeah. that's what I do now. And, uh, and I love it. Yeah. So speaking of like mantra, uh, my teacher uh, taught me that ma means mind and tra means to set you free. So mantra is literally setting you free from your mind. Um, so I like sometimes tell people your mind will take you wherever it wants you to go and it'll just take you there automatically, but you have the power to choose where you want it to go instead of letting it choose you, your thoughts. Um, and that's what mantra is so helpful with. Um, I like to use a lot of times it's like, I am peace or, um, I surrender to higher design. Um, I was listening to Ram Das um, the other day and he uses, um, I am loving awareness. Um, when you Ooh. do your, yeah, I know <laughs> when you do your Love mantra this. work, do you connect it with your breath? Cause if you're doing it for like this 12 minutes, if people are new working with mantra, how would you describe to use their mm. like intention or affirmation and, and feed it into the meditation? That's a great question. I think um, for me now, it's almost a unconscious piece where my breath kind of automatically aligns with my, um, it's kind of got a three part, da, 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 da. Um, and and so it kind of flows with, with the breath. So I'll set the tone for my breath in that mindfulness piece. And I love, I think breath work is really important. And that's something I'm just kind of getting into. I'm not by any means an expert on any of it, but just the four, like breathe in four, hold four, breathe out four, hold four, I think is really powerful. So I, I might, you know, if I'm kind of chattery in my mind, I might do that. But once I get into the mantra, it kind of all just, uh, it all kind of comes together. So I'm not really cognizant of that now, but I think I was in the beginning more 
uh, intentional about the breathing along with it, but it kind of comes natural now. Yeah. That makes it does. Um, what, how do you think your life has changed since you introduced meditation and, or what do you think it would be like without this discovery of this style of work? Oh, I mean, like I said, uh, and I love that you do this and talk to people about it and because it's so powerful. And, and uh, again, I think if everybody could incorporate some kind of mindfulness or meditation into their lifestyle, it would be amazing for, for all of us. But so for me personally, I mean, my work is better. My, my husband knows if I haven't meditated, he's like, Oh, maybe, you know, maybe you need to go meditate. (laughs) I'm nicer. I get, I'm more in flow, uh, more of the time, um, creativity. My head is more clear. Uh, it just, it enhances every aspect of life, uh, in every way. And I, you know, and the other really interesting thing is like, I got, I got one of those aura rings. Are you familiar with those? I am. And I so don't have the, one, but I, the reason I got is I, I'm, you know, I'm, po- I'm postmenopausal. So, um, I couldn't, I wasn't sleeping. I've always been a great sleeper. I wasn't sleeping. And then, um, I wasn't feeling, waking up, feeling rested, even though I was doing all this other stuff. And so I realized once I got this, I wasn't getting any deep sleep. But what I found is that when I have an extended meditation, oh, there's another thing too that I think is really helpful. When I have an extended meditation, I know I'm not asleep, but my O-ring registers me in deep sleep. So I know that's where my brain waves are actually getting in that. And I always mess up the different types of wave, but that brain wave where you're in that creative is it i think it's theta yeah it's like the space in between awake and sleep yeah yeah so it measure it you know i can actually measure that with my ring the other meditation that i love doing when i have the time is dr joe dispenza meditations i think that he's so good at getting you in that space where you can just expand and really free your mind and connect with the quantum field i think that's really his meditations are incredibly powerful. If, if a guided meditation is something that someone wants to uh, partake in, um, I love his. Yeah. They're really powerful. I like recording my own guided meditations, which you can find on Insight Ooh. Timer. Yeah, I've got like like maybe about 10 meditations on there, but I don't often do guided meditations because I like just the, the quiet. Um, yeah. But I do... I would like to open myself up to more occasional guided meditations because I think they just teach you new skills and open up your mind in different ways that you might not have considered moving in or pulling in from different areas. You know what I love about you doing the guided meditation in your own voice is that you're, you know, you're speaking to yourself in your own voice it's like you're programming yourself with your own voice, which your your mind, body, spirit's got to really love and embrace that. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And then, what about your um, your husband, your children? Do they meditate or take a part of it? So, um, we'll start with the, my daughters. Um, 
we're, I'm working on both of them. They both have their primordial mantra, right? And, and it's personal. So I've stored that for them when they're ready to really use it. Um, they're, I think they're both probably in the mindfulness phase right now, just trying to maybe breathing is a little easier for them, more on a guided, like a headspace or a calm. Um, so they're not as uh, in, in it as I am, but here's an interesting. So um, my daughter, Lily is a third year at Georgia Tech. And just this Tuesday, I went to speak to a hundred young women uh, in the society, uh, society of Women in Business at Georgia Tech. And I was going to um, position it as finance. And they're like, you know, we have all the big banks come and talk to us and we hear that, but we're really more interested in Hattobody. So I kind of said, I'm, you know, this is my story. I'm in finance and I got this diagnosis. And then I went down the spiritual path and I created Hattobody and I turned that into women and, and venture capital and women entrepreneurs and so forth. And talked about meditation and, you know, I, I go, who does any breath work? Who does any meditation? And I was really pleasantly surprised about how many of the young women do practice, have a meditation practice, like a really seriously deep one. So I, uh, I love that generation. And I think that um, they're definitely more mindful and aware. And uh, I know both daughters will get there where they have that practice. My husband is interesting because I call him father nature he spends a lot of time in our yard. Um, we have a really pretty backyard with trees and things like that. And he's, he takes care of all of it. And I think that's his, I think that's where he get, is so mindful. It's a meditative practice for him. Yeah. So I would say he does. Yeah. That's a great um, thing to touch upon is some people like think that you have to have a seated meditation practice. So they get a little turned off. Like that's too much. It's too serious. Um, if I don't get these 20 or 30 minutes and I can't even do that, but it doesn't have to be right. that <laughs> it can be going on a walk or doing some yard work or drinking your coffee or yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I also, another gentleman that I've, um, done some, uh, guided meditations with, he's like, if you're, if you're on your meditation mat for two minutes, that's great. Always yeah. get up, leave leaving yourself wanting a little bit more. Yeah. And this is better than nothing. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm driving now, I just like every car, I'm like, maybe at ease, maybe at ease, maybe at ease. And I, sometimes it's like, well, there's a lot of cars. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> really yeah, busy. But that's like a way to make your driving a meditation is like sending love yes. to the other cars without getting sleepy <laughs> worried about getting deep into a meditation i love that and i do love that sending love out that's um so powerful it's just really incredible yeah and a lot of drivers need to be at ease <laughs> yes they get a little crazy out there um, yes. so so you mentioned like two minutes is a great meditation um what would be any advice that you'd like to give for either people that are new at meditation or sometimes people that are just like coming back into their practice? Yeah. Um, a couple things. I, I would just say the, the Ziva, Z-I-V-A. I mean, it's so simple and you don't have to read a, a big book to figure it out. You can literally just kind of listen to a four to six minute um, 
podcast that she does, or she's on Mind Valley sometimes. Uh, you can Google her on YouTube. So, so that's a great place to start. But literally, I think just even breathing is a, a great way. Um, you can also Google that, whether you do the the box breath or kind of the slow or, you know, six in and eight out. Uh, I think all those put your physiology in a state that kind of stops that flight or flight cortisol that we have going on. So that's when you can do that. Um, I, I think even just seeing the beauty, um, like you said, like when you're driving, you're, you're, you're sending love to the other drivers. When I walk into work, I like listen to the birds chirp admire the trees, send them love, admire the rocks and the flowers and the blue sky or the rain or whatever it is. So I think nature is an easy way. If you're not wanting to sit on a sit down or, um, you know, take that time and nature walk, just anything just to slow, slow down and, and, uh, let your system, your, your nerves calm down a little bit. But I, I mean, I think breathing and the, the Ziva, I just think are, are the great way. Body scan is a great way just to kind of check in. And a body scan is simply starting at your toes. And, you know, there's all these little cells and molecules and atoms and systems in your body. And kind of, you can literally feel it. Go up your feet, thank them, thank your legs, thank your thighs, you know, thank your sit bones all the way through all your organs, all your arms and hands, all the way up through your brain. And you kind of feel like, oh, okay, after that. So those are all ways that I think are sim super simple to just get started and, and being kind to yourself, you know, speaking, like I had a lot of really um, negative self-talk and I think that's easy for all of us to kind of get into that. And I'm, I'm like, gosh, you know, I wouldn't talk to my best girlfriend like I talk to myself sometimes. So, uh, I mean, even just kind of that healing, I had a little picture of myself when I was a little girl. I set it on my vanity for a while and, and treated her like I treat my daughter, you know, like with love. And so sometimes it's just coming back to love ourselves. Yeah. Um touching on body scan for a second. The, one of the things I really like about body scan is it can be like as long, as intense as you want it to be, or it can be like super duper short. It could just be like feet, ankles, calves, knees, like quads, torso, or it can be like right big toe, right second toe, right third toe. And you can literally do everything on one side of the body coming back to the other. So it can be such a long practice if you're like in bed and having a hard time sleeping, or it can just be so quick and simple just to help you arrive like quicker into the present moment. Yeah. Love it. I love that. Yeah. I've actually used that when I, when I was having a hard time sleeping or going to sleep and that that's so helpful. So yeah. it really does your system. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all your info and your websites and your, like for people to support your brand will be in the show notes, but if you would like to say it out loud and have any final moment to tell people where to find you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're at, um, hadobody.com, H-A-D-O-B-O-D-Y.com. 
And uh, you can find us on all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Haddobody, um, YouTube. We are on TikTok, kind of anywhere that uh, you go to look at things. And um, one of our goals and objectives is the education piece. So on our website, you can find a tab called About the Sciences. And, it, and we've got um, like the HeartMath Institute is one of our not only our impact partners for like the the heart um the heart chakra proceeds goes to their charitable arm but the heart math institute actually um, has devices that can measure um your heart aura and they also have a lot of free information on how to get into heart brain coherence and flow so um so there's a lot of information there cindy daly she's an expert on chakras um she's written all the books about chakras she's on our website Ana paula munoz is there she's an executive coach um that specializes in helping women um we've got a hexagonal water site that gives all the back on you know this the sciences of hexagonal water and and how it can carry uh information so if that's all on there, we've got some great blogs about sustainability and fast fashion versus, you know, knowing that your whole supply chain is, is intact and holistic and sustainable. So there's a lot of really good information, but really it's very, very beautiful. We do our creatives out in California, particularly Malibu every year. It's just a beautiful uh, ocean seascape with our beautiful clothing on that. And uh so, so that's where you can find us and uh, you'll see that uh, we have things for both men and women. And a lot of our things are, can be worn uh, unisex by, uh, by anyone. And, and like, I wear the men's briefs all the time. So now they're, they're unisex briefs. Um, so it's, it's really easy to wear. It's great travel companion uh, because it, it just, I literally, uh, when I was in Greece, I, this is my travel outfit and I can get off the plane, you know, 16 hours later and look like I just got dressed. It's just really remarkable. And that's after sleeping. <laughs> so it's so, easy and fun to wear. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm so like happy for you to be able to like fulfill this part of your, your life and your being. Yeah, and thank you so much for sharing it and all that you do. Um, yeah, really gorgeous. Thank you, thank you. It's my pleasure, and thank you for everything you're doing. I mean, with with the yoga and the Reiki, and then just um, bringing on experts uh, like you are in meditation and all, all these different modalities is so important. So, thank you for the work that you're doing. It's really, really important. Thank you. Well, let's stay in touch and thank you for being here and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You do the same. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you stick around for the meditation on the next episode. If you're interested in wellness coaching through a meditative lens or starting your own meditation practice with accountability, check out themeditationward.com. Give us a follow on Instagram at the Meditation Ward, and please like, review us, and share with your friends. See you soon.